Welcome to the Clean Biz Network podcast. I'm your host, AJ Simmons, founder of the Clean Biz Network, where we've helped multiple people reach that six and seven figure level with their cleaning company. And today we're going to help you. So get ready for another episode. Let's jump into it. So you've been you've been around from what I can see on your Instagram. I know from the last interview, right? You uh, was in uh, North Korea. So you've been around. Oh, South, South. South Korea. My bad. My bad. And I know that that's a big deal, too. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. That definitely makes a difference. So my bad. I ain't been nowhere. I'm just a little city boy <laughs> slash country boy. I don't even know what it's called where I'm from. It ain't nothing. I tell you that. Anyway, I'm sorry. Shout out to Boston. I'm sorry. All right. So <laughs> what I mean is you've been around and which means you pretty much get out your comfort zone. So how important do you think that is when it comes to being an entrepreneur? You know what? I think it's important as a woman, mm. woman entrepreneur. I love it. You know, cause we, I used to go to a lot of um, startup demo days and nothing but men around. Yeah. I would work in a co-working space, nothing but men starting up companies. Right. And you know, they would talk amongst each other, talk about business. I'd be like, I want to do business too. What are y'all talking about? You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You know, and I'm still learning. So it really is as a woman. So, and I travel, I like, I, I left to South Korea to visit a friend. I was mm-hmm. going through a lot of things and there was nothing for me here. Um, and I ended up getting a job at a bar for a month and I had never bartended in my life, mm-hmm. but the lady was paying me well. And plus I spoke really good English. She's like, your English is good. And it was her bar. It was another woman, another Korean woman's bar. I was like, this is dope. We just work and drink, you know, over there is different. <laughs> That's different. You can drink. So we had it. I had a good time. And then, um, I ended up teaching English to, to, to elementary school kids. I, I mean, I would be at a coffee shop talking to friends on Skype back then. <laughs> and uh, people would come up to me like, hey, I have a school. Your English is great. Can you work for me? So I ended up working, um, having to come back here. You have to get your FBI uh, background check and all that stuff. And then I went back um, and I and I taught there. And then I ended up traveling for six months after that. Mm-hmm. And I went to a different country every month right. by myself. But, you know, I never felt alone. I never was alone. Right. You know, I have all the good energy people found me. So and I still have <laughs> friends and it was the best time of my life. I mean, I hope to have more best times of my life, but it was a great time to kind of like be by yourself and soul search yeah. and, um, you know, know who you really are inside. And you're just not who everybody else thinks you are or how you were set up to be. Right. You know? So, yeah, I'm glad you I- said that, too, because. I, that's what I kind of really wanted to ask, but I didn't know how to ask it in a relevant way for it to be to pertain to entrepreneurship, because I know you said you travel alone a lot of times, like by yourself. Yeah. And I guess it's hard for me because I'm so codependent upon my wife. Like we've been together for so long. I don't know how to do anything without her at this point. It seemed like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I kind of wanted to see like, how are you doing? But you know what you write though? You said the good energy people always find you because what you put out is what you get back. And I ain't gonna lie. That's how I like, you know, I meet a lot of people all the time, right? Being, you know, AJ Simmons, humbly, I say that humbly, but, and when we was in Chicago, when I first met you, I remembered you because you had good energy. Honestly, like the way your, your energy was when we approached and we met, I thought, all right, but I know her now. Like, I'm gonna remember her because you stood out and it was just simply your energy, honestly. So appreciate you saying that. 
Same, same. Yeah, yeah. You do get it. You do get what you put out. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now back to the cleaning business. So I forgot to ask during the last interview the question I was supposed to ask the entire like I don't interview every person in the Airbnb space. A few of them I remember to ask this, but they didn't really satisfy me with the answer, if I'm honest. People ask me, and I don't think that my answer is good enough. So oh can you please save the whole Clean Biz Network audience and tell us, how do you price Airbnb cleaning? Oh, my goodness. There's so much that goes into it. Um, okay. And I, and, I had, and I had to pull out my little... My I had to pull out my little nose because I, I have it for you guys. Okay, so oh, I don't want to make it complicated, but you have to first understand the job. Okay. When it comes to Airbnb. Sorry. Did you need to share your screen? I could. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go. I just gave uh, the permission there too. Go for okay. it. This will okay. be sweet too, because we ain't never, this is the first ever on an interview. Somebody share their screen. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I didn't want him to edit it. So I was like, I, I'll have it ready, but okay, I'll share my screen. Go for it. There we go. Hold on. Let me see where I'm going to hear. I'm going to share. Really quick. I hate to interrupt the episode, but if this episode is helping you, please help us back by leaving us a five-star rating and a review on whatever platform that you're listening to. Now back to the episode. All right. And I have obviously a lot of times that I'm showing my ADD. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you ain't the only one, right? Okay. Let's see. Present. All right. There we go. All right, we ready. Okay, I got my little presentation for you guys. I already had this ready because a lot of people ask me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So first, you got to understand the job. And I'll try to do this real quick. But you have to understand the job. Um, so the perfect way to do, for me, this is what I did. I would meet the client and I try to understand what their needs are, mm -hmm. you know, um, outside of just cleaning because Airbnb cleaning, that's why I'm called host keeper. I keep my host. I keep the keys. You gotta, you gotta provide what they need. So um, you have to understand, do you have to pick up and drop off supplies? Um, laundry services, is it done in-house or outside? Do they have a laundry provider? You know, what is that situation? Restocking supplies. Um, a lot of, we, we restock basically, you know, if you're low on shampoo, low on toilet paper, we always restock that stuff. Right. Um, some, there might be some Airbnb hosts that don't require that. Maybe mm -hmm. they'll come or whatever it is, but you got to understand what is the job reporting, taking pictures, videos. Some hosts automatically think you have to do this. And some, some of them don't know. I mean, a lot of people just make it up along the way, but for my success, this is, this is what I have to know. Right. Um, same day turnarounds. There are some hosts. Um, there are some people I'll work with individual Airbnb hosts and I'll work with hosts that have a hundred Airbnbs at a time. So it depends. Um, if that individual host, I have individual hosts that have same day turnarounds and I have some that won't do a same day turnaround ever. Okay. So when the guest checks out at three, it doesn't need to be done until the next day. Um, no, guest checks out at 11. It doesn't need to be done on the next day until three. So we have plenty of time and we already know that this host does it like this. Cancellations. Um, what do you do about that? Um, you got to ask yourself that. And um, or the time spent waiting at the unit. A lot of people don't think about that. 
because you have your cleaner waiting outside. And sometimes the guest supposed to check out at 11 and they don't leave until about two. Right. And you got to be compensated for that. You know, my cleaner is mad <laughs> when they have to do that. But I'm like, you know, don't worry, we're going to pay you for that. Um, so you always have to have um, an answer. Yeah. Um, and then you have the separate prices, which includes pet hair, because that takes extra time. If if somebody brought a dog and that sofa has hair all over it and the next guest doesn't want hair all over it, it's going to probably take you an hour to make sure there's no hair on the curtains, you know, everywhere. Um, deep cleans, running errands, purchases. Um, I started, I, I would offer that. Um, I would just offer it. Sometimes the, the tub is draining slowly or the sink is draining slowly. And I'll be like, hey, host, do you need me to go get some Drano? Because the next guest is going to have a hard time taking a shower here. They're like, yeah, please. And I make sure I have a price for them. Touch up cleans. Sometimes they want you to clean it and nobody's there for about a month or whatever. Then they want you to come touch it up and last minute cleans. That's when they don't schedule on time. (laughs) (laughs) So you just got to understand that stuff. Let's see. Next part. Um, So you have to understand the price breakdown. Mm -hmm. You have to understand you have to pay yourself. Um, You have to understand you know, you're doing training, you're doing supervising, you're doing a schedule. That's not for free. You know, um, you have to pay for your overhead. You have a website, you're doing advertisements. You're do, you need a scheduling software so that your host can schedule you. You need accounting software. So, you know, so you got to pay for that stuff. You got to pay for your cleaners. You got to pay for your skilled labor and um, all that equals how much you should charge. Gotcha. All right. So um, this is how I formulate it. Um, how long should a cleaning, a vacation cleaning? So you have to know how long it's going to take. Okay. I think that's the main formula. You have to know how long it's going to take. So um, if we're doing, if we're talking about a one bedroom, um, one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom, you, the only way that I knew how long they took is because I would clean them. I'll clean them over and over and over again. And after a certain amount of time, you know, a one bedroom is not going to take longer than two hours. So I pay my people two hours flat sometimes, but they get done in an hour and a half. But at the same time, things happen. There might be a stain on the carpet that takes a little bit longer. So, or whatever it is. So the factors are time, laundry, the size of the property and the number of beds. Sometimes people will say, I have a three bedroom, but in that three bedroom, each bedroom has two beds in it. Sometimes I've seen two king beds. I've seen two king beds in a uh, six bedroom. I'm like, good <laughs> the laundry takes time and making the bed takes time. So then you got to adjust the price for that. Um, uh, the condition, how the guest left it, uh, experience level of the vacation rental cleaner. Um, I only factor that in because I already know how long it takes. The If it's the first time I'm training somebody, I, I do it at um, an Airbnb that's not a same day, preferably. I don't want them to be in a rush so that they can take time because it does take time to uh, get uh, accommodated. Right. Um, and then um, other difficulties, extra stuff. So, okay, here's a price breakdown for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a one bedroom apartment, like we're talking 600, 800 square feet. Um, the time is 1.5 hours to two hours max um, with one bedroom, with one bed. We're not talking about two or three or bunk beds and stuff like that. The living room, a possible sofa bed, um, kitchen, bathroom, laundry services, and pickup drop off. So the charge is anywhere between 70 and 95. Okay. 
So when people see the number 70, they're like, oh my God, you're not going to make money like this. So I'll talk about that. So the thing about it is I only go, I probably don't go as low as 70 anymore, to be quite honest. There's inflation now. <laughs> We're in 2022. <laughs> but um, but if we do go, if when we did go down to about 70, it was because that particular client had a lot of Airbnbs. They would have, I mean, more than 10, but we're talking maybe 60, you know? Um, and so at that price, it makes sense. It used to make sense. Right. Um, so, okay. So let's just say now I'm doing like 80 to 85 for those kind of clients. Gotcha. So that means um, if you have like, if you have 65 units and usually these clients have it in an apartment building, we're always going to be at that apartment building. Right. You know, we're going to be there once, twice, you know, we're going to be there every day, every week, most likely. Right. The low times are like Tuesday and Wednesday and that's it. So with so much work, you get reoccurring work every week. And right. so it, it adds up and you have to know how to pay your people. Um, do I go into that? I don't. Wait, hold on. Let me see if I go into that. I do actually. Okay. This way. And, and, and I just want to add too, because. Listen, I run through that same thing, right? Where people see the number and they look seventy dollars. You know what I mean? But I can eat, I can help you with that a little bit. So they would I think they over looking at you said two hours, right? Yeah. Max two hours. Now not the little hour and a half is really going to take, but we're going to go ahead and estimate two hours, right? Yeah. Well, that's still thirty five dollars an hour. Well, how much are you paying your people to do it? I say we're paying them fifteen, right? Now you know what? Pay, say we're paying them twenty. Yeah, still making a pass of fifteen. And then you got how many other units? You know, so you make a pass of 15 times two hours each time you go times. I don't know how many other units. You said, so that adds up. And you're talking about cleaning that you're not physically doing. So trust me, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you do get it. You do get it. Because my cleaners are getting paid anywhere between 20 and $25 an hour. Um, but I don't pay them per hour. It's like. Right. It's a set rate. It's a set rate. So Eight let's say. Hour. It is 25. Let's say I'm paying you 50 to do um, an air uh, to do a clean. And then uh, let's say it is 20 bucks. So I'm making 20 bucks, mm -hmm. you know, uh, let's say it's 70. So I'm making 20 bucks. You get 50, I get 20. Yep. Uh, and that's the split. But I have this one is a little bit more complicated. But a lot of people ask me because some people have like a seven bedroom. And so this applies to any. Any number of units to calculate. Um, this number. So I picked a big number like seven right. because seven, uh, seven bedrooms times 1.5 hours is going to be 10.5 hours. So you're going to know that it's going to take about 10.5 hours. Let's say round it up to 11 hours to clean a seven bedroom place. So you're estimating like each bedroom 1.5 hours, you know, but including, including the kitchen and the, the laundry room, all, all that stuff is uh, linked into one. So um, let's say on the average, you want your cleaner to make $20 an hour. Mm -hmm. So you already know you're going to pay your cleaner uh, 222. Like that's, that's 20 times 11. That's 11 hours. Right. So they're already going to get paid $222 an hour to clean. I think 20 bucks an hour is, is pretty good. Right. Um, that's pretty average. Um, then let's say you and your team, you know, are compensated at least $15 an hour for the back end work that you have to do. And this way, the clients are paying you average $35 an hour, which comes out to be $385 for a seven bedroom. Does that make sense to people? Um, and then let's say um, in your business, you want um, your profit margins to be like 60, 40. 
that's how we kind of keep it. That's how we kind of keep it. Even at the end of the day, we, so we, we make, we make 630. My, my cleaners are getting an average of 60 and we're getting an average of 40. So, you know, as a whole, so meaning your cleaner makes 60% of the overall price. Um, of the surface and you get 40%, including the overhead, which is everything that everyone um, that helps support your operation. Right. So that would be $154 for us. Yep. You know, and, and at the bottom, I have you also take uh, the price of 385 minus 222. So what you charge your, your client minus what you're going to pay your cleaner, you get 100, uh, 165. So that's if you did 6040, which is really close to uh 154 right so 60-40 split works as well hey listen if y'all ain't catching these gems or something wrong with you y'all better i'm telling you you just gave us a master class for free on pricing and i'm gonna tell you this too this is exactly why she's killing it in airbnb airbnb game unlike a lot of other people who do who do it but they ain't getting it the way she's getting it. and this is why because she's doing two things number one she's paying the cleaners more than she's getting each job. I don't know why people are so scared to do that. Why yeah. you think you got to get rich off the one job for? And they're the one doing all the labor. Come on. Right. So that's the first. That's the first thing I've always done. And the second thing is, uh, you doing the math. A lot of people just pull numbers out their ass and say, "Oh, we charge a flat rate." Well, a flat rate based on what though? You know what I mean? So you got the math to back up the flat rate, too. So those two things is why she's killing it, y'all. So thank you for listening to the Clean Biz Network podcast. Make sure you check out www.cleanbiznetwork.com for all of our services and products to see how we can help you grow your business. And also don't forget to check out at Clean Biz Network on Instagram and check out the AJ Simmons YouTube channel for more content. Thank you. Have a great one.